wanted to record I wanted to record this um while I, I am driving but I don't want to lose the thought. Hopefully I don't lose it by the time I'm doing all the ad libbing. But um in the last podcast I talked about how I'm learning to just I listen to people but I feel like I'm, you know, wanting to get better at it too and I have to re- remind myself there's a reason why people say things. But remember in the last podcast, and I'm not saying to go back over there because I'm going to kind of surmise it a little bit. I said, I do feel like a part of me felt like I got the assignment to come down here as a black woman. And so, but with that, that meant that there were assignments. And there's things I'm going to report back to divine, uh, you know, divine goddess and be like, divine mother, it is ghetto as hell down there. Like, the XYs are acting a fool. People is toe tagging people, you know. Um, but. I also want to report on the beautiful things of life. Let's not even get it twisted, right? Um, some beautiful experiences that come out of it, right? But one of the things is, uh, like I said, I have the opportunity to let my mind go deeper. So it was like um, I said I don't really understand. I, I, I try to understand why somebody would say I'm not black. And so I try to think about how even I think that that was a very popular movement, like late, like early 90s, late 90s, where it was kind of like the whole I'm not black movement. And I think it stemmed out of it. I have to go back and resurface it a little bit, you know, to get my history, because history has a way of repeating itself. Nothing new under the face of the, the earth type of thing. And because I was so busy with school and work, I didn't have time to introspect on what all of that meant. And more than likely was part of the whole collective group thinking. So if everybody's thinking that way, I'm thinking that way, I'm parodying the same stuff. But back then, the whole I'm not black movement is because we wanted to be seen as more outside of this man-made construct. But looking at it the way that I do now, it really does have us looking like whole entire clowns out here. You know, like the whole, I talked about Sammy Sosa, where it's kind of like everybody can see you're black, even if you bleach your skin. So, you know, unfortunately, we do live in a world where people are going to look at your skin and not recognize you as being a major league basketball, uh, you know, baseball player. I think there was another person who talked about. I think it was um um Ali, right? Muhammad Ali. He talked about how he had just won the Olympic, the Olympics, um, and he was in another another country. And he had won another country. It's like a huge deal. Wins first place or whatever have you. Wins a championship title. Comes back home to these podunk, dirty foot, you know, redneck trailer trash. Can't speak. Don't. Can't even put the sentences together, but they think that they're better than you because the color of my skin, dog nabbit. Listen, I ain't got no melanin, so then therefore I'm better than you. Got more brain cells than you, okay? Let them tell it. So he went and he went into one of the nicer, what would have been, I guess, considered one of the nicer restaurants there. But even when when he describes it, it was just kind of like a breakfast diner. So it's not, it wasn't like a four star. You know, bless his heart, he probably thought he was doing something, but it wasn't like a a five-star. It was just a a diner type of a thing. And so he goes to order himself a prime steak, and they're like, we don't serve niggas around here. And he's like, but for why? I just won the championship. Have the the weight 
hair around my neck, sir. And he's like, I don't give a fuck if you're better than me, richer than me, smarter than me. One thing I'm not going to do is serve you that steak. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we live in that world. and But I don't think that the answer is to then, therefore, go out and denigrate yourself in the process. So then, <laughs> drop the phone out of my hand. Let's keep it pushing, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so as I'm driving through white suburbia, there's nothing but <laughs> white women pushing their kids out here. Got some landscaping going on. Um, But, um, so then the question that came to me when I was driving right now, maybe want to press the button, is like, what is the alternative to being black, right? And that's when I had my aha or eureka moment. It's kind of like, that's part of the assignment, right? I think that we talk about certain assignments. So if you're, quote, unquote, a white person, what are the odds that you're going to ask yourself, you know, or tell yourself, I am more than my white skin? It's probably likely zero to zilch, zero, none, right? Probably not going to ask yourself, what what lies more outside of yourself of just than just being white and the privilege that comes with it, right? So it is a little bit, the ante is up a little bit more when you are colored, melanated, uh, I don't know, uh, you draw the sun more to yourself than other people, you know, my bronze are tan a little bit more than the average, might have a little bit of the phenotype of the big nose and the juicy lips, but that's neither here nor there, so it can be a beautiful thing if you can introspect within yourself and say, I am more than the black skin, I am more than what people think about me, I, not, and, and dealing with, because you have to be at a certain place and certain type of mind to understand within yourself that even when people don't see it, you understand that you are smart, that you're literate, that you are educated, that you are good at what you do, right? And, but, but there has to be, I think, an inner peace and that's all what it's all about, like that inner introspection where it's like, I know I'm good at what I do. When I was out of my job, and and I understand, I think Cynthia had talked about this. Validation is such a huge theme. I think that that it really, when she said that, I I even went live and recorded it. I'm like, that, I know it sounds surface level, but when you start to look at the, the lens of how much things we do through life for validation, and I talk about how you do one thing is how you'll do everything. So if you are seeking validation from the opposite gender, you know, for for them to love you, for your physical attributes, for the things that you do, you know, the transactional things of what you do for them, guarantee you're going to be doing that on the workplace. Guarantee you're going to be doing that in other relationships. Guarantee you you're going to be going throughout life looking for validation. So when you talk about... Um, like when I, I was saying, like when I, when I used to work the nine to five for the, for the, you know, for the white man, because what black men weren't hiring, let's just keep it real. It's not like I could have applied my little funky application and then gotten hired by a black man and, or, you know, black women for the most part, because the infrastructure is just not there. So I got to put food on my table, you know, got to put a roof over my head. So that's just what it is. Okay. They're the only people out here hiring. So that's what I'm going to work for. 
And there were so many times where I knew, I knew but more than these people. I knew it. You know, and and it was to the point where they low-key aren't going to validate me. They're going to give me, you know, have me doing whole accreditation reports by my goddamn self. You know, they're making three and four times my salary. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and it was even because I got to see, be in the educational system and it was a Christian system. I saw that how these professors would give A's to um, blonde hair, blue-eyed students. Cannot make this ish up. If you need me to name names, you know, they, if, listen, if I come up missing, this, this church then came for me because I, I can drop the receipt. Don't try me, okay? And I remember standing in the in the copy room, and it was this Hispanic boy um, and young man. It was a Hispanic young man, and he knew what what, what it was. Like, I, I really do feel there is some progress with the younger generation because even my generation is kind of like, listen, we all know Dr. So-and-so is racist. That's why he's giving you a B on this on this homework versus an A. You know, just turn the other cheek. It is a Christian school. Forgive them for they know not what they do. So, but with this young man, and I've talked about this before, he's like, listen, he's and and this this is with a known racist professor. Everybody's been been known it from when I was going to school there, and fast forward five, ten, fifteen years later, he's still at same mo, right? But every 15 to 20 years is when a generation goes through changes, right? Because back in the days, we used to forgive the mother brother, right? So the student says, listen, Dr. So-and-so, I'm trying to understand why you gave me a B on the assignment if I have A's on everything else. So when it comes to the standard test where everybody is doing multiple choice, A and B, you know, type of thing, where they cannot discriminate against you, he's getting 100% across the board. Straight A's. And so he told the professor, he's like, I've had straight A's from high school. I said, I have straight A's on all of your exams and all the other work. But when you grade me on the paperwork where I'm writing my opinion, you're giving me a B and a B minus. And the professor's like, oh, it's because um, I understand you will, might have done well in school, but according to what I'm looking for on the paper, you're just not, you know, you need to stretch yourself a little bit more. And he's like, listen, he's like, my dad is, a, is, a, is so-and-so. If you need me to bring my father in here, then we can do that. But I'd prefer to sit with you and look over my paperwork and see. And so then you can, oh, my, I was, listen, it was proud auntie energetically in terms of generational you know, I'm not Hispanic or anything like that, but I love what the young people are doing. I, I really do feel like there, there, there is some, some little small rays of light. And so it was like he was handling himself. He was articulate. He didn't get nasty or anything. And I was just sitting there like, doop, doop, 15 copies doop, in my ear. So then the professor, he started to conceal a little bit like, okay, all right, well, let me go look at it. But he knew he had messed up. And it's like these, you're, you're not to be played with. But I say all that to say, it's like, there are many times, and my dad had to tell me this, my dad has stories about this, you have to be ten times better. But there is has to be a piece of you that has, like, that inner validation, right? So even though you have to, part of our assignment is you have to understand that outside of everything else, even though other people aren't telling you that, you have to know it within yourself. And that's on a whole other plan, like plan, planner, plenary, plane 
that's on a whole other plane level. And if you're really honest about it, the average white person, average offense is not going to be having those conversations. And it kind of really, like, low-key sucks because if you get to go through life and people just hand you stuff because you're blonde hair, blue-eyed, all of us, I've heard several of us, I'm not the only one who has said this, I I even, when it comes to um, giving money, I stopped giving money to homeless males, you know, period, um, because I started to understand that if this man took a shower and put on a suit from the thrift store and walked into a store that he could easily out-earn me, let alone let it be a white woman, let, let alone let it be a white woman, so... When you understand that it might even reverse hurt your feelings like low key because now you got to ask yourself if you want to, but I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, I'm going to have to ask my white friends some of this stuff because it's like, what does it like mean to just sail through life and just have things handed to you and be like, do you know in your heart of hearts that you know your stuff? Can you really know beyond a, a, a matter of a doubt that when you go into your medical practice, your law practice, when you go on the job and you do your, your reports, that you are better when the rest of us know in our hearts and souls that we have to be ten times better? Are you confident in that? Because now you're talking about higher up on the, you know, um, Maslow's hierarchy of need, whether you're using the older model or the newer model. Do you have that self-fulfillment? One of the, the um, categories, if I remember correctly, is, like, how do you feel about, like, your self-accomplishment, you know? So if you got to skip on past that, and then now I'm, I'm, I'm over here asking you, like, can you talk with the same certainty that I do about the things that I did when I was working my 9-to-5? Like, I know for a fact, you know, I didn't have the validation of the pay scale. I didn't have the validation of my boss. So being appreciative or promoting me, I didn't have the validation of my coworkers. No, I had to know that when I was going in, I was pushing in to be not one time better, not two times better, ten motherfucking times better than your ass. And everybody could see it, and even those who didn't want to acknowledge it, it's right freaking there in your face, and you know this, Okay. So when I can walk around with my chin up and not let my crown slip, that's, like, to me, being happy to be pro-black woman. Like, I own it. And I feel like it looks really silly when you start to try to just denigrate yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I can hold my head up even more and become more confident. And it is something that comes with time. You really start to walk around and be like, it's, and, I, and this this is not for the Pookie and Ray Rays. This is not for the Bonettas and the Bonquishas. But, baby girl, let me tell you, if you feel like you've been beat up and trodden, yes, that's what society has done to you. But now when you understand that it's part of, like, this process where you exercise yourself, like, think about, like, the exorcist, where you pull it from out of your inner self, you know, exercise those spirits, those demons, whatever your inner core is, right? Bring those out to be like, this is what I'm made of. You thought that you were going to try to shake me and mold me and, and spit on me, and yet still I rise. Like, that's Phoenix energy, which coincidentally, <coughs> 
Which coincidentally, as I'm getting on the freeway here, I'm about to like flip some people off. Now, I haven't done that in a couple of years, but energetically, y'all, I do you not see me trying to get on this exit though, bruh? I never understood why people have a hard time. Like, you know, this is the line where everybody gets on, and yet and still. And I have given some people the scare of their, my life. Like, I've seen their eyes bug out. Like, you go, you go, let me on this line. Um. Anyways, but when uh, my my charge. So one of the, the strong themes, and that's why I talk a little bit about like karmic energy. Um, the Scorpionic side, the sun sign. Phoenix energy is about going to the deepest, darkest depths of the like the belly of the beast, the stuff that nobody wants to deal with, and rising. But one of the most beautiful things I I, I remember I did a podcast on it. I don't remember the name of the movie, but I did tag it in there. One of the most beautiful things it was like in the first two or three minutes of the video. Um, I still remember what the guy looked like, and I remember the theme of the movie, so I, I could look it up again. Oh, it was MacGyver. It was MacGyver. Um, and it was, like, in the episode one of the, the series that they were doing. And um, it does have, like, a, a phoenix symbol on there. And so in the first three minutes, he's showing that he, his dad had given him, later on in the story you find out, but his dad had given him a, a little emblem that was a phoenix. And he's like, the thing about the phoenix is that not only does it come back, it comes back stronger. And I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like, that's my shit. Listen, I watched every, I watched the whole thing. That was my ish, let me tell you. When he said that, I was like, this is my show. I love those kind of shows. And he's like, but the thing about the phoenix is that it does not just come back, it comes back stronger. So if you feel like you're under the sound of my voice and, um, you kind of do feel like you, let me tell you, I've talked about this before. This is why protecting your heart is so freaking important. Your heart, your mind. The the, the world, when I tell you I'm going to report back to Divine Mother and I'm going to tell her all the ghetto ratchet mess that's happening down here, let me tell you, okay? I'm going to have to take her out to lunch. I'm going to have to tell her exactly what it is, okay? So... The way things are set up down here is you have all of these programs running. It's like software, right? So you got the Microsoft, you got Linux, whatever, iOS, all this other stuff, right? And so part of the programming has been, you know, black people ain't ish. You know, um, we're not smart. We're not literate. We, You know, part of it, it kind of shows up on the athletic I'm not the biggest on athletic athleticism as I used to be, um, but but we do we we dominate in that area too, right? <coughs> we dominate in that area too, but we also dominate in um, when it comes to like architect engineering. I I had mentioned this before too, but at one of the I think was it with Joey B, and um, he had put in his script. Right, because the man, I'm telling you, the man is gone, children. He is gone. The man, dementia is, Pop-Pop is gone, children. He is not, he's a puppet. Somebody's up his ass. We're talking about um, Fridays, what is it, Breakfast at Fridays or something, or whatever that movie is, where it's like it's a course, but the pup, he's like, people are making him seem like he's alive or whatever. That's, that's Joey B, yo. But um, he was doing like some type of a this is this is and I did a podcast on it so if you if you've already heard this one 
and he was running down the list of um, people that we should thank in society. And one of them was this black woman, and he says that this woman, and he was laying out her story, and it was so beautiful. Before they panned to a picture of her, and I'm like, oh, get out of here, it's a black woman, yo, yo. And he's like, so he was, the way he laid it out, I'll probably try to go back and play the soundbite of it, because that way he put some respect on that. Whoever wrote the script for that, whatever he was reading off the prompter, had to put some mad respect on that. But the way he was describing it is like, and we want to thank, like, the women, you know, like, so-and-so, who is, like, you know, ten stories or, like, whatever the, the height of these, these um, like, these new high towers are. They're making, like, super high towers. Um, I'm not even doing the, the woman justice. And he's like, and she's up there welding with her and her team and coordinating everything and the um, understanding, like, all the, the framework and everything, because like, it's engineering of a sort. And... <clears throat> Even like with the welding, um, what my parents just had a, a a couple of gates put in their in their yard, and um, but this guy used to get paid. This is back in the days, Romanian feller, right? Used to get paid like seven thousand a month to do all the welding for this city. There's like one of the, the there's like a high end city out here, and his stuff is like what I'm telling you, it is. It is a piece of work. So now he just he just moonlights, literally moonlights and stuff, and he gets off on this stuff, right? Um, he likes to, to um, just do little projects because the city tells him he can't do this stuff anymore, right? But he's good at what he does. He does, he does the fences for, like, his neighbors. He owns, like, acres and acres and acres of land. Filthy rich, like, whatever. So, but then... Um, so I understand there's so much more to it, and but the way that she's performing, he was like, she's up there with her team of women, um, like welding these super skyscrapers, right? And it was like I felt like a black 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 girl magic moment for me. This is before the you know before the f black girl magic. Um, language came up, you know, maybe like a good two to three months before I started to have to deal with that shit, but, um, it just felt magical, and it felt good to have that, um, that representation, and I'm saying that because as I'm getting ready to get off my exit here, if you see the rest of us excelling out here, we are doing it against the programming, we are fighting, we are, you know, fighting that, and, Every time we have these type of conversations, it's like the virus that attacks that programming. Like, no, you can make it. You can excel. And it, the story becomes even better when you say you've been trampled down and trodden. And you know, as a matter of fact, that against all odds, you were ten times better than all these other motherfuckers out here. Listen, I want you to start to just develop that, cultivate that. And it's not going to be easy because, like I said, it's not. you're not coming out here and just looking pretty. Okay, you're not just coming out here and just getting passes. You're not just coming out here and having things handed to you. It's a it's a damn good feeling when you know you you really know your stuff, right? And 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 that has to do with validation, right? <clears throat> I think part of the reason some of us become susceptible to the to the programming is because I talked. To, I was uh, one of the things I wanted to say was um, I remember just like. Uh, this maybe like two, two and a half, two, two to three weeks ago, 
I, I had messed up, and I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't see it coming, but this person just started spewing, like, anti-black woman rhetoric. And that really, I'm not even going to play you. Let's just keep it. I have feelings, okay? <clears throat> so not only am I human and melanated and this, that, and the third, I have feelings. Oh, and feelings. I be deep in my feelings. So when this person started spewing anti-black woman rhetoric, I was like, what the? I did not see that coming out of left field at all. So I'm still dealing with some of the residue, you know, really, truly got blindsided with that, um, which really sucks because y'all know I tend to be, I tend to gravitate to movements real quick, real fast. The charisma pulls me in, and then I start sitting there and listening to stuff, and then I'm like, whoa, like, you pulled me in, but you're not going to keep me in here, especially not when the math ain't mathing and there's holes in this container here argument. Like, mm-mm. So, but one of the things I remember, I pay attention to how I, you know, when you start to manifest or, or keep yourself in a certain thought process, you, you when you're going day to day, you are reaffirming your things and you're kind of paying attention. Like, I pay attention to how, how my body is feeling my thoughts, how I feel when I leave, you know, talking to certain people and why, you know, how I am in the present. So it's an ongoing inner inner program that's within me. And I remember I went about my day, and in the middle, out of nowhere, some of the things they say just hit me. Like, it's an energetic thing. Like, you talk about energetic attacks. It just, whoop, slipped across my mind. And I remember my energy went from, like, 100 to zero real quick. It just like zapped. Like it had it it was already out in the atmosphere and it had just re it just tried to run that script in my programming of where I am and all the things I had to fight against to understand that I am not what these people tell me and understand that I don't need their validation, right? And it's something like to be quite honest, I'm still Fighting, there's residue. This is why it's so important to pay attention to what you listen to. But when I say that we have victims of um, of this programming, if you're under the sound of my voice and we would categorize you as a boom quisha or bonetta, now you understand what it is. It's programming, but fight it. The rest of us have. Delete that script. Replay it. Replace it with other things. And But I promise you it's going to feel so good when you understand that you – you phoenixed it, and you came back ten times stronger. And that's something that I don't really feel like white people can really, you know, they have their other things that they have to figure out in life, but they're not introspecting the way that we are. They can't walk out and they, their validation comes from having things handed to, to them. And it has to low-key mess with them a little bit when they know that we're better at stuff than them. For those of us who are really into that excelling type of nature, when we like to show up and be like, let me show you how it's really done. Let me show you what excellence really looks like, right? And I don't need your validation because the evidence is right in your face. You know what I'm saying? So let me go, y'all. I parked. It's been, a, it's been a little while. It's been a good while. I'll talk to you later. Let me upload this while I'm walking up to wherever I'm going. But I, I listen, I got things to do, places to go, people to see. Okay, so I wanted to just finish my thoughts because I was going to try to type it, but I don't have time. So that feeling of like 
knowing within yourself that you can 10x something, right? That's something that other people don't really get to experience. And at that level of mastery, of spiritual mastery, that that's something that... I kind of lost my train of thought, but... Um, if anything, you get to hear the, the, the waterfalls in the background. But... Let's see if I can kind of recapture it real quick. Is... Ah, it was so freaking good. And I wouldn't have been able to type it fast enough anyways. But, um... The, the question was... When you say, I am more than just black, what I was going to say is... If it's other races, they're not going to have the opportunity to ask, them, ask themselves, like... Am I, am I more than just my skin or just... They're just going through life. They don't, they're not caught to that level of introspection. But that's something that's the beauty of our journey, right? The ability that you know that you fought and you overcame certain things. And that is the, the making of a conqueror, of a, of a warrior, you know, and I think even when you think about easing through life where sometimes people had to do it for survival where they had to turn the other cheek, you know, and that is a power in and of itself because bebe, couldn't be me, <laughs> could not be me. Uh, trust and believe I'm, I'm spitting in your food along the way. Okay, but, um, but it, it's, a, it's a different kind of power. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Really work, but if you want to really put the test to the fire, 
would they be able to, to do it though? Because pretty can only take me so far, and I'm, I'm all for pretty privilege. And the more I see my mom either use from the dad, I'm like, I'm gonna own it. You know, beauty and brains. See what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I, I thought that was so funny. I wanted to play this song in the background. Straight to the living room to get a chance to listen to it. She didn't try to escape until she figured out that she was more than that. Right? She figured out she was more than just the muse for this guy. And that's, that's when she started to break free. But how many other people will continue to show up and cook and clean and dance for free? When you, and, but when you realize that you're worth it, that's when you start to fight the enslavement process. And that's the beauty of being in that black skin, right? The funny thing is, this is, this is such a huge honor to me. I'm standing over Divine Mother's goddess, and because of the way in her sense of humor, you know, this reminds me of my mentor so much. She will allow us to think like, oh, you're just finding out to find out just to find out what it's about to be black. No, no, no. When you selected that, and so she's probably laughing right now at me, her little melanated child, because I just figured out, I thought I signed up to find out what it meant to be black, and I found out I'm more than black. I am more than just that, but I'm not going to denigrate that. I'm going to celebrate everything that comes with that. Yo, when I tell you I'm ready to make a fool out of these people on the 4th of July, I might even make some swimsuits that say, um, not made in America, made America. You feel that? So when I'm on here wearing my American flag and you've got to ask me, like, oh, yeah, yeah, made it. Okay? Made it. And I know that that's one of the things that some people say, but if you really own that, and you're probably, listen, you might continue to at that point, but if more black people started to wear the American flag, you don't think that really F with their mind, because we're going to be made in America, we made America, but you go back into that power and you continue to build, because what happens is, we just leveled off, plus that period, plus that period, but if you had seen that part, we would have been the original, like, conservative flag owners in the sense of, like, we built it, you know, I would like to try to see something, but what happened is, if you can combine both the beauty and the brawn, or the brains and the brawn, because I feel like they have the brain capacity. I think we have both, truly, um, the brawn, the power to build it. And if we were to recognize that we can reascend on our throne on that, listen, talk back, whatever, whatever, what have you, just hope you give us pro women, like, and then, why you start to ask yourself other questions, like, you thought you were coming up to here to be a woman, and then the beauty of it is when you find out that you are more than just a woman. It doesn't mean you denigrate being a woman. Women are just on the third and we ain't ish. No. When you start to figure out you're more than a beauty, that is when you start to step into the beauty of what all this assignment really is. And some people, I think even with males, it's like, they don't really understand that. They just view you as just, you know, that's what they think what you're all about. And that's how this whole thing is about. How do you figure out, wait a minute. I am more than just a bikini. I am more than just my long hair or my boobs or my roof, right? Like, we are so, and then that's where the, the beauty of your assignment starts to come in, alright? So let me get back in here and get into my workout. So I think you do people to see, please to do, please to go. I'll holler at you later. Bye.